Hey, my name is Alyssa Wolf, and as a chronic pain specialist, I am on a mission to empower you to tackle your chronic pain naturally by uncovering hidden truths about pain and exposing the deeper cause. I aim to help you transform your relationship with pain because you've been in this relationship for long enough and you deserve better. You just need a little help to get out of it. And that is what the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast is all about. I'll be busting pain management myths, teaching you some of the mind-blowing neuroscience of pain, and help you overcome some of the roadblocks that are keeping you from seeing real, long-term improvements in pain. Stick with me, and in no time, you'll learn the keys to breaking up with stubborn pain so you can get back to doing what makes you, you, and living your fearless and fulfilling life. So if you have chronic pain and are looking for no-fluff, natural, science-backed pain relief solutions, pull up a seat and get cozy because you are in the right place. Let's get started. All right, everybody, welcome back. Today, I want to talk about one of the most common causes of pain, and that is arthritis and degenerative changes. So this is so common, and a lot of people come into my world, tell me that they have pain because they have arthritis or degenerative changes, and that can come in so many different shapes and sizes. So that includes things like bone spurs, thinning cartilage, uh, meniscus tears, being bone on bone, all the wear and tear kind of things, um, degenerative disc disease, degenerative joint disease, disc herniations and disc bulges of all kinds, um, cracked or slipped discs, osteoarthritis, psoriatic arthritis, and rheumatoid arthritis. So this is really such a difficult topic to bring up because sometimes when you have this type of problem, if you have arthritis or degenerative changes, it can make you feel like you're just kind of SOL, like you just need to kind of suck it up and learn to live with the pain, right? Like damage is done, so you've just got to be extra careful so you don't make things worse and you just try to stay as strong and flexible as, as you can, but in the back of your mind, you, you feel like you're just kind of marching closer and closer towards getting surgery. And of course, if you're anything like me, you want to put off surgery as long as possible or explore all of your other options first before going down that road because surgery is risky and it's permanent. But the thing is, it feels like there's not a whole lot that you can do about this kind of a problem. It seems like there's not much you can do. There's injections, which end up feeling like a short-term Band-Aid if they do anything at all. There's the physical therapy and the chiropractic care to keep you strong and mobile. There's traction, which can help relieve some pain and pressure on the joints temporarily, but it doesn't have any long-term effects. So most of the time, anything that you try is just a band-aid to help you feel better for a little while. And so if you feel like there's nothing else you can do and you just have to learn to live with the pain and try to be careful about how you move your joints to protect your body and try to prevent further degenerative changes, it totally makes sense to me that you'd feel that way. Being told that you have bone spurs or that you're bone on bone or that your disc is bulged, that is scary to hear. That is super scary and can be very paralyzing. It can make you want to be very careful about how you move and what you do because any wrong move could make things worse, right? And once the damage is done, nothing can really get rid of that damage. So what's there is there unless you go in and have surgery, of course. So I get that it feels like there's nothing else you can do. 
And also, you're going to think I'm a little crazy for saying this, but I want you to know that there is more that you can do to safely, of course, get more active and stay active with less pain. So I want you to know that even if you have these degenerative changes and or arthritis, you can start feeling better by addressing the deeper part of the pain problem by addressing the changes in your nervous system. Now, I'm a chronic pain specialist and I've started multiple pain programs, including my signature program, the Chronic Pain Breakup Method. And but before that, I started out as a doctor of physical therapy. I'm a board certified specialist in orthopedics and I'm a certified manual therapist. So trust me, I come from a background in orthopedics that is very heavily focused on structural issues, mechanical issues, alignment, strength, muscle balances, joint mechanics, right? Things like that. So I, it took me a while to really grasp this idea that we might be able to alter the experience of pain, even if these degenerative or arthritic changes are still there. It took me a while to fully understand the complexity of what of the pain problem because I was taught to think in a very mechanical way. You know, I was taught that to fix a shoulder pain problem, we had to strengthen the muscles around the shoulder, work on posture, improve joint mechanics, right? I was taught that in order to fix a knee problem, we had to strengthen the hip, we had to work on ankle range of motion, and we had to work on alignment of the kneecap. I was taught that to fix a back problem, we had to improve spinal alignment, we had to strengthen the core, and we had to decompress the spine. I was taught all these things, but over time, I would far too often find that these techniques didn't work, or they'd only work for a little bit. They'd only have a small impact. And as an orthopedic specialist, you can imagine how frustrating that was. That my craft, what I was trained to do, didn't work like I was brainwashed to believe it would. And ultimately, I had to start to learn that pain was more complex than what I had originally been taught and what I had originally believed. And so you may think of pain the same way that I, I did. You may think that pain comes from these structural or mechanical faults. And if we can't fix those, then we can't fix pain. And if you think of pain in that way, then it will sound crazy for me to say that there is more that we can do to reduce pain and improve functional ability, even if you have arthritis or degenerative changes. And that doesn't involve more pills, more procedures, or physical therapy exercises. And so I'm sure that that sounds crazy, but what you need to know is that pain is such a complicated process and it, it involves the nervous system. Okay, so your nervous system is constantly collecting information from your body and from your environment, and it passes that up to your brain. And then, then your brain is also constantly processing that information and trying to interpret it to make some sense of, of reality for you. So without your brain, and without your nervous system, it would be impossible for you to have pain. And just like, you know, you can have changes in the integrity of your joints, you can have changes in the activity of your nervous system. Those changes can happen as a result of long-term pain. So even though you may have some structural, mechanical, arthritic changes contributing to your pain problem, you can also start to, over time, develop some changes in your nervous system that are also contributing to the pain that you feel. Those changes result in an amplification of pain. It's as if the volume of pain gets turned up. 
And the reason this happens makes sense. It's a protective survivalistic response. So if you have an injury or some thinning cartilage or bone spur, your nervous system is gonna to wanna to protect that area to try to prevent further injury or degeneration. So it's gonna turn up the volume so that it can hear messages from that area better. It's gonna turn up the loudness of the messages that it's getting from that area of your body. Now the brain's job is to protect you and keep you safe and keep your body intact. And now if you have some joint damage, your joint or your spine needs protecting. So it's gonna turn up the volume for that area. So that means that the message that your brain gets from the body about what's going on in your body is going to be louder and more intensified. So instead of your joint sending a message like, hey, you're bending down, the message that your brain gets sounds much more dangerous. It sounds like, hey, you're bending down and your discs are popping out and your spine is all out of alignment and your nerves are getting pinched and your joints are grinding and this isn't safe, danger, 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 danger right? The message itself gets turned up, okay? And then we also have to consider how the nervous system or the brain responds to that message. There's a change that happens in the brain as a result of long-term pain that causes the brain to become overly protective and overly respond to those messages. So basically now the brain gets that danger message from the body and it responds by assuming that everything is dangerous. Any message that it gets from the body part is assumed to mean danger or potential injury. And the brain, whose main job is to keep you alive and intact, is going to activate its protective responses. So number one, it's going to activate pain. Pain is the alarm that it uses to let you know that it believes that there is a potential injury. That, and so pain is kind of our notification. And that notification or that alarm is going to be disproportionately louder than the extent of the injury or the damage, okay? Then number two, the brain will also activate its other protective responses. So typically in the case of pain, it activates our freeze response. When we have any potential injury, the best way to keep you safe is to keep you from moving too much, to freeze, right? So think about it, like what are we taught to do when we're injured? We immobilize the area. We try to limit the movement there. We guard it and we protect it. We may start to move it gently, but we try to really avoid too much movement. We try to avoid using it and we compensate. And so that is what the brain does. What the brain does is when it's activating this freeze response, it's going to activate those big muscles in that area to help keep everything from moving. So what it ends up feeling like for you chronically is you end up feeling even more stiff you feel super tight. Those muscles get really sore and achy and tired because they're on all the time. And that means that no amount of stretching or massage can really get them to relax. Now the problem is the nervous system's response to the arthritis or the degenerative changes gets exaggerated. The volume gets turned up. The brain starts to interpret all messages from that area as danger messages. So nothing gets, nothing feels safe anymore. Not even wearing pants, right? Temperature changes are no longer safe. Gentle movements are no longer safe. Progressively, that gets worse and worse over time as the brain becomes more and more protective. It gets more and more overly protective. So you may have some degenerative changes or arthritic changes 
And you may experience some pain from that for sure. Absolutely. But the nervous system's response to those changes can get turned up louder. Again, for another example, if your arthritis is kind of like a catfish, your nervous system is reacting as if it's a shark. If, you're, if your disc bulge, for example, is like a golden retriever, your nervous system is responding as if it's an angry Rottweiler. If your bone spur is like wearing a pair of pants, your nervous system is reacting as if you're wearing sandpaper. Now, the nervous system's reaction to the condition is part of the problem, and that leads to so much more discomfort, disability, and depression. Now, the good news is, while we can't do much to address the actual changes in your joints or your spine from structural or from a structural or mechanical standpoint, we can alter your nervous system's reaction to that condition. So we can turn down the volume, so to speak. Now, that process doesn't involve tricking your brain into thinking that you're not in pain or thinking that you're not injured or thinking that you're safe when you're really not safe. We want to be able to retrain the nervous system to correctly process the messages that it's getting from the body, to correctly be able to say when it's really a pair of pants and when it's really sandpaper, to correctly be able to interpret the messages from the body and respond appropriately instead of having an exaggerated response. So when there's a change in temperature, the nervous system knows that it's a change in temperature and it's nothing dangerous. So when you experience more stress, there's a, a change in cortisol levels. The nervous system knows that it's just a change in stress levels, but it doesn't mean that you're more injured. And when you bang your knee or you overdo it and you strain a muscle or you irritate a joint or a disc or a nerve because you did too much, the nervous system should be able to respond appropriately and reasonably to let you know about that too. So that your brain has this more accurate response to your condition rather than assuming that everything is big, bad, scary, dangerous. And the response is this exaggerated pain response with pain that's disproportionate to the amount of injury or tissue damage. Now, that is the good news about nervous system retraining. When we incorporate this kind of an approach to help turn down the sensitivity of the nervous system, it can even help people with arthritic changes or degenerative changes that are caused by these very real structural and mechanical causes. Because even in those cases, the pain is certainly caused in part by those issues, but there is always an element of the nervous system at play. And that should be really good news to anyone listening who has any kind of arthritic or degenerative issues, because that means that you can naturally reduce the pain that you're experiencing by retraining your nervous system, which is a natural approach that doesn't involve more pills or procedures or surgery. In fact, it can help reduce some of the inflammation you have. It may even reduce your need to take certain medications and it may actually help you prevent or avoid surgery altogether. So if you have OA, RA, psoriatic arthritis, any kind of arthritis, degenerative disc disease, degenerative joint disease, your bone on bone, you have disc bulges or herniations, you have bone spurs or thinning cart cartilage or hypermobility, anything like that, I, I want you to know that there is more that you can do. And I also want to know if you found this helpful today. So let me know by sending a message to me on Instagram and just tell me your thoughts and if you have any questions about this. And if that's you, the biggest thing that I hope that you take away from this today is that pain is so much more complex than what we've been taught and what we've previously believed. 
there is not a linear relationship between the injury or damage in the body and the amount of pain that you feel. That is now extremely well known and well understood and proven in many research studies. And so sometimes when we can't influence the structural integrity or mechanical faults in our bodies, the ones that we can see with our eyes, that with our um, x-rays and MRIs, we, we can't address those things, but we can address some of the deeper invisible changes in our nervous system in order to reduce pain and improve function and quality of life. So that is the biggest thing that I hope that you take away from this talk today. That's all I have to say for right now. Again, I want you to let me know your thoughts by sending me a message on Instagram or in my Facebook group, Battling Chronic Pain with Neuroscience, where I record these episodes live each week. Now, thank you for listening and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you want to take this relationship to the next level, you can connect with me and other pain crusaders inside my private Facebook group, Battling Chronic Pain with Neuroscience, where these episodes are actually recorded live. And I'd love to hear from you. Share your questions and biggest struggles with your chronic pain recovery journey by reaching out to me on Facebook or on Instagram at Pain Crusader. Thanks again for listening and never stop learning.